Hello, and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Um, hopefully we'll have a guest, but I wanted to talk about something really strange. That James Franco is to play Fidel Castro. Really? James, you're not Latino, are you? Latina of Cuba. James is not of Cuban or even Latino descent. His father was Portuguese and his mom is Russian. So John wrote on Instagram, how is this still going on? How is Hollywood excluding us, but stealing our narratives as well? No more appropriation, Hollywood and streamers. Boycott. This is effed up. Plus, seriously difficult story to tell without aggrandizement, which would be wrong. I don't got a problem with Franco, but he ain't Latino. Anna Navarro commented on John's post saying, I'd like to think no Latino actor worth their salt would sign up to play and aggrandize a murderous dictator who terrorized the people of Cuba for six decades. For both reasons you articulated, I join you in the boycott. Now, John Martinez O'Feelan, the lead producer on this movie, says they weren't necessarily focused on finding an actor of Cuban or Latino descent. They're more focused on finding an actor who physically resembled Fidel Castro. Really? Fidel Castro. Really? How does James Franco resemble Fidel Castro? How? Now, I'm going to name some actors who could play Castro. I'm sure they don't want to. Um, in fact, I follow this gentleman on Instagram. Frankie J. Alvarez, who was in the fabulous show Looking. He could play Castro, but he doesn't want to. Or do you, Do you, Frankie? Of course, John Leguizamo, maybe he wants to play Castro. I don't know. The, the, uh, Javier Bardem. Javier Bardem just played Desi Arnaz. Come on. Come on. And he's a, a Spanish actor playing a Cuban. So he's played a Cuban before. Um, and, of course, Andy Garcia. Andy Garcia is from Cuba. I don't know how he would feel about playing. Um, and then... Uh, you know, there there is a long list. There I'm I'm gonna read them. Let's let's you know, there's Benjamin Bratt, okay. Um Danny Trejo. Hey, I could see that happening, okay. Um No, we don't want Freddie Prince Jr. Well, well maybe, maybe. Um Okay. Wilder Von Wilder Val, Val, oh, I can't even say his name. Wilmer Valderrama, Michael Pena, uh, Damian Bashir, he could play Castro. Oscar Isaac, okay. Uh, Cantalina, uh, Catalina Sandino Moreno, she's going to be in the movie. Maybe we'll get her casting choices. Uh, Garel Garcia Bernal, he could play Castro. He played Che Guevara in The Motorcycle Diaries. Diego Luna, he could play uh, Fidel Castro. Uh, Diego Bonenta could play Fidel. Um, Edgar Ramirez, he's an, a Venezuelan actor. Um, Antonio Banderas could play Castro. Of course, Javier Bardem. Uh, I just said Andy Garcia. Edward James almost could play Castro. Um, Alfred Molina could play Castro. Now, I know some of us are like, okay, Benicio Del Toro could play Castro. He's already played Che Guevara. 
So, um, yes, yes. Uh, no, not Mario Lopez, because that it would just turn into a Pilates Castro movie. Oh, maybe Ricky Martin. Um, okay, Justin Baldi Baldini. Um, uh, John Leguizamo. Um, Pedro Pascal. He could play Castro. Um, Adam Rodriguez. Lin-Manuel Miranda. Then, then Castro... The movie would be a musical. That would be crazy. <clears throat> There's a lot of actors. Bobby Cannavale could play him. Come on. I'm I'm going down the list here. There's Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Um. Just a, a, a Salma Hayek could play Castro. She's not going. She doesn't want to. Come on. Luis Guzman. He could play Castro. Um, I'm looking. I mean, it's it's a long it's a long list, and in that list, nobody was picked. And the casting people and the director, well, James Franco resembles Castro. Really, he's Portuguese and Russian. How does he resemble Fidel Castro? And also, last time I checked, um, James Franco. Oh, Danny Pino, he he could play Castro. Okay, okay. Um, remember when James Franco admitted to sleeping with many of his students when he was a college professor? So I guess the casting director and the director and the producers tend to overlook that. Because, oh my God, in quotes, he looks like Castro. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Okay. He was in 127 hours. He cut his arm off. He was in Milk where he showed his butt. He was he was the the boyfriend in the movie, you know, he was Harvey Milk's boyfriend, um Sean Penn. Um but Fidel Castro? Now, at this juncture, I wish we could talk to Barbara Walters, but we Barbara is somewhere. Um because Barbara Walters interviewed him twice. There's all kinds of there's conspiracy theories that they were romantic. I don't I don't know. Maybe, who knows? Who knows? That she seemed swayed by him. She seemed charmed by Castro. Of course, there's that famous moment where she turns to him and says, "Uh, you Do you feel funny crossing the Bay of Pigs with an American?" And we all know that Castro can speak English, but he had it. He had an interpreter there, because you know the interpreter, they're not going to interpret the full extent. Okay, they're going to say, "Well, this is what it is." It's kind of similar to when Mike Wallace. Remember what Mike Wallace said to the uh, Ayatollah, and my word, his words, not mine, a lunatic, and how the interpreter didn't know how to interpret that. So, and you know that interpreter is like, okay, I'm working, I'm working for Castro, and here we go. This is that infamous interview. That of authorizing the plan to go on, in spite of the fact that it was illegal, and uh, in spite of the fact that that step was cruel against our country, and it could have uh, meant uh, 
the, loose, the losses of si hundreds of lives had the invaders succeeded in taking a part of this territory, Pero taking hold of this territory. Que, que but I also appreciate that Kennedy was doubtful about that. And at least after the events, he had the courage to publicly admit his responsibility when he said when he said that victory had many fathers and defeat was orphaned. You don't like I never liked him. And I always and I always saw him as a... You feel happy of your democracy? I do not understand how you can feel... Sorry. But it's important not to interrupt unless it's... Okay. I have to ask you the same thing. No, start from the beginning of that question. That's, I'm sorry. That's, that's what I'm saying. Sorry. It's very good. Excuse me, you want to move the camera now while we're stopped? Do it. We're rolling. You didn't like Richard Nixon. Did no le gustaba Richard Nixon? No? Sinceramente. Sincerely, Nunca me gustó Richard I never liked Richard Nixon. Desde el primer instante, From the very first moment, I could see falso. he was a false man. Y and politically speaking, mediocre. He was foolish. I was saying that you feel happy about your democracy, proud about your democracy, but I cannot understand how you may feel proud of having elected a man like Nixon. Of course, Nixon is no longer in power. It's not an honor for me to say these words now. Could you? Could we have Nixon? I think it was absolutely impossible. Nixon always hated our country enormously. And he was not only responsible, as I told you, about the Bay of Peaks, but he was also closely related to counter-revolutionary elements and to rich families of Cuban origin who had uh, quite an influence on him. Even when the Watergate affair came about, he made uh, underground operations using counter-revolutionary elements of Cuban origin, who had been trained by the CIA. I've tried to study Jimmy Carter to the extent of my possibilities. His career, his meteoric career, I would say. I read his autobiography. I think that is a good book well done and with sincerity. I have appreciated in Carter an idealistic man with a certain ethic principles that in my opinion have their roots in his uh, religious convictions. About his origin, 
I liked his infants, his childhood, the fact that he was born in a farm and that he worked with his own hands. Actually, he's had a clean career, let's say without commitments, compromises, I mean. He's a well-prepared man, that's undoubtedly. He's an intelligent man. And also, apart from these facts, we can see he is a man that trusts himself. There is no doubt that his political career is a remarkable fact. Now, we also like certain statements made by Carter before the elections. Like the criticism on the intervention in Chile. His promise to find a solution to this from the very first moment. I'm going to cut my inspiration in the midst of the answers on the most important topics. We're almost finished. You will never get home to your wife, Renee. I'm ready. Okay. Steve? Okay. Speed! Mr. President, do you think that Robert Kennedy or John Kennedy knew of the CIA attempts against your life? Now, well, I'm going to give an answer. Fully sincere. When, to your knowledge, when was the last attempt that you have proof of on your life? The last attempt I know of, which has been proven, with the unquestionable participation of uh, American authorities, was at the time of my visit to Chile, during the government of Unidad Popular. Excuse me, what's the matter? <clears throat> Too much wind? And so we're going to pull away because a lot of it is back and forth, Castro... Barbara Walters. Barbara Walters interviewed some some pretty prickly people. Um but Castro being the craziest of them. And um nineteen seventy seven. I wanna find the clip American journalists to sit down with Fidel Castro. Where a beautiful uh female translator, okay. Juanita, who was with him at all times. Oh, um, is it in here? Nomination, uh, and then you got into a whole other discussion. You talked to him, uh, interviewed him a second time in 2002, nearly 30 years later. How, how had he changed? Well, first of all, he wasn't wearing a uniform. So he liked to wear the uniform, but I wanted to find the clip. Um, actually, I think I can find it. Um... But uh, because that that that's a that's a famous moment where they're on the boat. Um, if I can find it, let's see. I mean, 
if you think of the people that she's interviewed, and she's interviewed some, some like I said, some dynamic, crazy, um, let's see. I mean, I wanted to find it because it's a moment when Robert Walters retired. That was one of the many. Ah, here we go. Do you feel funny crossing the Bay of Pigs with an American? Yet you're not certain. Do you feel funny crossing the Bay of Pigs with an American? How are they going to do that? And I ask Mr. Franco, um, James, how are you going to do that? You, uh, James Franco, uh, like I said, oh, he's made some good movies. But is this really just awards bait to you? Do you really just want to prove us all wrong? I want to win the Oscar. Because you've got stars in your eyes. You know, we all get it. We all get it. But this is not the vehicle for that. I can just imagine the Academy. Are we going to vote for that? Whether it's a good performance or not. And I, I really hope that the backlash... It, it may not, ha- you know, it may just, whatever. I really hope that the backlash creates this kind of reality check where Hollywood is like, <laughs> we're not doing that. We're not making the film. There have been many documentaries made on Fidel Castro. The fact that we're talking about this, really? Really? This guy was a a genocidal madman. Many Cuban refugees who live in this country and many of the Cubans who live in Cuba to this day. Come on. Come on. So to James Franco, I'm, I'm half Portuguese, but I'm also half Mexican. And, um, last time I checked, you're not Latino. You're just not. So for you to play Fidel Castro because, quote unquote, they think you look like him. You and the casting directors have, well, delusions of grandeur. Okay. I hope that your mother talks you out of this. I hope that everyone around you talks you out of this. Because you have you are taking away not only work from Latino actors, okay, but you are it's obvious this is awards bait to you. You figure, oh, I'm gonna get nominated for playing Fidel Castro, really? Because that that's how you that's how you seem to think. So the fact that you are going to um, use the Latino community. By playing this madman that they all hate, you are going to, you know, um, prop. Uh, what's what's the word? Uh, uh, cultural appropriation. You are going to culturally appropriate a Latino character who was real, who died in two thousand sixteen, and you are going to play him because you feel you're the only person. And the casting directors, oh, we went through several Latino actors. That's bullshit because it never made the news. 
That's bullshit. So I condemn those who are making. Let's 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 look at this this who's who's attached. Who's attached? Any streaming platform, mark my words, that does this, you're gonna have hell to pay. You are going to have. We're gonna name them right now. Because I want to see who's attached to this. Okay. I wish I had a witch on hand. <coughs> she could put a curse on the film. <clears throat> um, but you know, one of Pamela, or Pamela, one of Jim Morrison's girlfriends, she was a witch and she tried to put a curse on the the um, Oliver Stone movie. And I guess it didn't work. And uh... Okay, where is this? Where is it? He's got to play Castro. Let's look. Is that it? No, it's it's not even listed. <laughs> I guess we still have time. Um. So, but if we go into the news here at the Doctor Zeus Film Podcast, all right. Let's let's look at this. <sighs> okay. In Miguel Bardem's Alina of Cuba. Oh, with Mia Maestro. To play Natalie Nat with a Cuban-born socialite he was a passionate love affair with. Okay, who else is attached? Let's see. Mm. Oh, it's being shot right now. Cameras are going to start rolling on August 15th. John Martinez O'Fallon, the project's lead creative producer of Austin-based Mankind Entertainment. Oh, from Texas, of course. Since the inception of film, our focus is in produce artistic... Okay. Really? Really? Latin roots? Where Where is James Franco in all that, huh? O'Fallon adds, finding and convincing James Franco to play Castro was a fun and challenging process. Fuck you. Fuck you. Look at this. This is just... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Ah, here we go. The producers of Alina of Cuba are Austin-based Mankind Entertainment, uh, O'Fallon, Joe Lamy, along with the Academy Award nominee, Celine Rattaray, uh, Trudy Styler, oh, jeez, Maven Scream Media. Additional producers include husband and wife, Teen Allen, Glimmer, and Ricky Rushing, founders of Austin-based, of course it has to be Texas. Emmy winner Javier Gonzalez is executive producing with Bogueta-based production services company, Wagrabiti and Colombian EP, Juan Pablo Solono, Solano, Simon Beltran. EPs also include Luis Manduki and Thaddeus B. Matula. Why? 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 Okay. Why? So, I don't understand it. I I don't. I don't. Hollywood, why are you allowing... Oh, wait, never mind. Because 
it's Austin, Texas. And, you know, I could say some interesting things about Texas. <sighs> okay. I want to say, uh, here we go. Liguazama, I'm giving you your, your moment. All right, look, I got no problems with James Franco, yo, okay? So y'all just calm down. I, I grew up in an era where Latin people couldn't play Latin people on film, where Charlton Heston played a Mexican, where Eli Wallach played Mexican, where Pacino played Cuban and Puerto Rican, where Ben Affleck, even in Argo, played a, a Latin guy, and Marisa Tomei played Latin women, and, and we couldn't play our own roles. Even they were, there was brown face. You know, people painting themselves to look Latin in, in West Side Story, Eli Wallach and, and the Wild Bunch. That's the era I grew up in, the era where they told you to change a name, stay out of the sun, that only white Latinos or white passing Latinos would get jobs. And they weren't even the main leads because every time you ask for a main lead, they go, but there's no Latin actor who can carry that movie. Yeah, because you're never given the opportunity to play anything that was of worth, that had worthy value, that was of integral part of the plot that could give you box office. So no, no, I, I, appropriating our stories, no, no more of that. Uh, I, uh, I'm done with that. You know, um, why, why can't Bruno Mars be Mr. Hernandez or Oscar Isaac these days be Oscar Isaac Hernandez? Because they can't. I mean, I've been told so many times, we can't have two Latin people in the movie. Otherwise, people think it's a Latin movie. And you know how, whatever, however you want to finish that. You know, or, or Latin people don't want to see Latin people. They want to see white people in roles. It's like, that's what I've been told. So that's what goes on in this industry. And, and it should be a play, equal playing field. We should all be able to play whatever role, but that's not the way it works. It only goes one way, okay? That's, that's just how it is. That's John Leguizamo, who was so brilliant in Moulin Rouge, should have been nominated. Um, and he has a really good point. He has a really good point. About brown face. I mean, oh, these, uh, yeah, he's got receipts. That's why I love him. Well, white actors playing Latino. Anthony Hopkins as El Zorro in The Mask of Zorro. Natalie Wood and Richard Braymar as Maria and Tony in West Side Story. Ben Affleck as Tony Mendez in Argo. Will Ferrell as Armando in La Casa de Mi Padre. Uh, Jack Palance as Fidel Castro in Che. Eli Wallach as Tuco in the ground, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and as Calavera in Magnificence Evan, Hank Azaria as Argot or Argordo Argardo in the Birdcage, Marlon Brando as Emilio Zapata in Viva Zapata, Catherine Zeta Jones as Alina in The Mask of Zorro. Hello, Johnny Depp as Bonbon Lieutenant Victor in the Before Night Falls. Cliff Curtis as Pablo Escobar in Blow, and Emilio uh, Restrepa and Colomb- uh, Madonna as Evita in Evita, Armando Asante as a Cuban in Mambo Kings, Al Pacino as Tony Montana in Scarface, John Turturro as Jesus in The Big Lebowski, or Jesus in The Big Lebowski, Jack Black as Nacho in Nacho Libre, Ingrid Bergman as Marie Anne for Whom the Bell Tolls, Robert Downey Jr. as Steve Lopez in The Soloist, uh, Jared Leto in Lonely Hearts, uh, Pacino in Carlito's Way, Marissa Tomei in The Perez Family. 
need I say more? So Hollywood, what's your malfunction, motherfuckers? Why are you doing this? Why? And I'm going to boycott the movie. And I'm, and I'm sure you don't give a flying fuck. I'm sure you don't. I, and James Franco, you know, for a time, he was a good actor. And then he got sloppy and, you know, and um, hosted the Oscars with Anne Hathaway. And he was high and she was trying. And, and I enjoy, enjoy Anne Hathaway. So, you know, Franco, put your butt away. Take your big fist out of your ass. Walk away from this project. Walk away from this project. Okay. This is the Dr. Zeus Phone Podcast. I very rarely do this. But, yeah, I had to. I mean, and let's be, let's be honest. Many of us have seen documentaries about Castro. Many of us have seen the Barbara Walters. She did two interviews with Castro. She did the 1977 one, and then she did the 2002 one. Okay. Do you really need a movie about Fidel Castro? Think about that. Is that, is that suitable for your viewing? Will you go watch that? Will you go watch James Franco? who's from the Bay Area, by the way, the San Francisco Bay Area, Palo Alto, California, um, playing a Cuban when he himself is not Cuban. Oh, but through Hollywood trickery, they're going to make him look Cuban because, quote unquote, they said he's the one who looks the most like Fidel Castro. Really? Really? Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Did... Uh, here's my question. Um, did Raul Castro have a input on this? I wonder what Raul Castro would think. Probably not amused. Probably laughing all the way to the beach. Okay. So this is the Dr. Zeus Phone Podcast. I'm riled up. It's like when they tried to cast Scarlett Johansson as a transgender person and she luckily backed out of the film okay because she's not transgendered she is scarlett johansson okay that's like uh the many straight actors who play gay actors it's been going on since the beginning of time okay so that's the dr zeus film podcast James Franco, please do the right thing and walk away from this film before August 15th. It's going to be a shit show if it happens. Um, Barbara Walters, wherever you are, thank you. And as always, unpleasant dreams. Pleasant dreams.